All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, the podcast where all we do is win another one from the tub. Oh, yeah. We got such rave reviews last time that we decided to do another hot tub. Welcome back, Mr. Patriot Garrett Wright. I, um, yeah, I'm excited about the Jets in the background. <laughs> it's kind of like Elton John's Benny and the Jets. Do, uh... <laughs> The conservatives and the Jets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Nah, it doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, well, yes, uh, Derek, we've got a lot to discuss. Again, uh, I would say to our audience, I know you were expecting gay for pay. However, we'll get to that in another episode. I know you've been anxiously waiting for that, so we will review that Amazon series. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I saw the trailer for that. Yeah. Not that I'm, you know, really into this, but there's a lot of good-looking guys. Okay, well, I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to that next time. Well, we're going to talk about a lot of things, Garrick. We've got terrible job numbers, inflation, gas shortages, the Middle East is on fire, the CDC, uh, the Chinese, the Republicans, the big lie, we've got it all here today. <laughs> my oh my. <laughs> Anything going right? <laughs> no, not really. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> Why don't we start with this? Uh, the federal government is paying people to stay at home. Mm-hmm. In fact, I saw a report from the Bank of America that said someone on unemployment could make $32,000 a year. I imagine tax-free, because... I think it's tax-free. Yeah. Well, it's not bad. Anecdotal evidence, but it seems to be true. Everywhere I go, help wanted signs everywhere. People cannot find people to work. We had a jobs report, terrible jobs numbers relative to what they were expecting. So, is this... How long-lasting do you think this is? And is this just a blip in the road, or are we looking at more longer-term unemployment? Uh, well, I guess it has to do with how long they continue paying people to stay home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you have the you have a labor shortage and also high unemployment. It's very strange. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, it, it's uh, it's what happens. We talked a little bit about well, <clears throat> discussed it quite a bit uh, during Obama's first term, right, uh, and even. Maybe more so the second term. You know, you had a sixth of the country on food stamps, and uh, it, it's you know, there's there's no better anti-poverty program than uh, a job. But um, that's racist. I know it is. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I think what they're doing is trying to ingrain universal basic income right into the into society and um, so the only thing I can think is if they start to see really bad polling uh, that leads them to believe they're going to get their ass handed to them in the midterms which right. I imagine they would but then again who knows if they even care <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it's all about who counts the votes. <laughs> Excellent, yeah. 
Is uh, that Stalin that said that? Uh, that's Stalin, yes. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Yeah, and um, Joe Biden himself says it has nothing to do with uh, people being paid to stay home. Clearly it does. Uh, people have mentioned inflation, hyperinflation, you know, they think it's going to be the 1930s in Germany. I don't know if we'll ever get to that point because, we've, as you mentioned, we've been hearing about this for a long time. Yeah. And we haven't really seen 1930s Germany prices exactly. <clears throat> uh, but the inflation numbers came out. 4% was the number reported, so we know it's a lot higher than 4%. Gas is what, doubled in price? Yeah. Um... I, I did hear that if, because they do change the way that they calculate the CPI <laughs> I had over the years, and I guess that if you uh, calculated it like they did during under Reagan, you are looking at uh, 10 plus percent. Yeah, I always found it amazing that the CPI, the Consumer Price uh, Index, uh, doesn't include gas and food. At least I it know. didn't. Uh, I don't know if they changed it again, but... Uh, no, they didn't they change any. <laughs> Why do you think it's been uh, so low for so long? <laughs> That's just amazing to me. Because, uh, you know, it, it it's supposed to measure what people buy. Right. And people buy food and energy. <laughs> Probably the two most important things, I would argue. Yeah. Certainly food. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I can live without an iPad, but... Well, right. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, life is going to be, yeah, but, yeah, no, it, it's, um, th they play tricks with things, and uh, that's, that's how they roll. Yeah, now, speaking of tricks and polling, uh, back in March, the CDC person, whoever that is, whatever a-hole it happens to be at the moment, <laughs> said that there was impending doom, impending doom back in March. Yeah. And now the CDC has lifted the masks, uh, mask requirements. Vaccinated people uh, don't have to wear a mask indoor or outdoors. I mean, this has nothing to do with science. It's all politics. Yeah. They saw polling numbers and realized it didn't look good for them, and they changed. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm thinking even just normal people want their lives back uh, okay. for for the summer coming up, and yeah, they're. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's good to see uh, that I guess maybe some things are being there are some pushbacks, but they even came out with things like, oh, you should still wear a mask in, for schools. And it's like we should have never been wearing masks for schools. <laughs> We've known for a while that kids there's no threat to kids at all, really. Yeah, no, none. Uh, and by the way, on the vaccine, <laughs> let me just here here's a statistic for you. More people have died after taking the vaccine, the, the COVID vaccine, than have died from every other vaccine combined over the last 20 years. Wow, conspiracy theorist. That's nah, just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I mean, a lot of people haven't died. Right. I mean, we're talking right. hundreds of millions of people have right. taken the vaccine. I'm not saying that, uh, but you know, there and there are other side effects. There are things that you don't even know because there hasn't been much of a right. testing time. And uh, yeah, so you know, you, you have what otherwise healthy young younger people 
uh, who are almost at no risk of anything serious happening to them from COVID, why would they take the vaccine? The vaccine is probably still a low probability, but it's a greater threat to them than the actual disease. <laughs> yeah, and you're right about that. <laughs> and now they want kids to fucking take this vaccine. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is pharmaceutical companies want to get paid. Uh, I don't know how all the pricing works with the federal government, the pharmaceutical companies, but... You know, they, don't they get paid off from the feds anyway? Because there's yeah, no cost to us. There's no cost to us, so the Fed is paying them. Yeah. I don't know if it depends on how many people get shots, but I would imagine that maybe there's something tied to that because they keep promoting well, like, the shots, you know. Yeah. That could be part of it. But the other thing, as you mentioned, the vaccines, um, uh, I lost my train of thought. The... Uh, well, yeah, younger, healthy people don't really need to take the vaccine. They're not a demographic that's at risk. Um, and really, the only people that maybe should take it is uh, older people with mm -hmm. pre-existing conditions. And on top of all of that, as you mentioned, there really hasn't been any long-term testing of the vaccine. It was quickly rushed. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it didn't undergo the usual time. And uh, here's another interesting uh -oh. statistic. Uh -oh. I, apparently, half of the employees at the CDC have not taken the <laughs> Yeah, they know what's in it. <laughs> yeah. They know what's in yeah. it. Yeah. CDC and NIH, half of the employees there don't want to take the, get the vaccine. It's like, well, who are these anti-science people that, right. <laughs> that you're letting into the science places? And speaking of anti-science, all these people that are so insistent on wearing masks who have the vaccine, but continue to wear masks, you should just simply ask them, well, you don't believe your vaccine works? I mean, you don't believe the CDC is telling you the truth? I know. It's... Tucker Carlson's been talking about that every day for... <laughs> for we need more months. people to listen to it. We need Tucker to be on, like, NBC News. So we can... Well, that'd be fewer people, probably. He <laughs> <laughs> needs to get to the other side of America. I, yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, Oh, it's, it's embarrassing. I see people with masks on, I'm like, you're an embarrassment. Yeah. I see people with masks outside. Yeah, by themselves. I saw a guy mowing a lawn with a mask on in his own yard. Oh, what a loser. <laughs> maybe it was for allergies. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Eh, the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I've never seen it happen before. <laughs> now everyone's just pro-mask. <laughs> yeah, it's... Someone had said in social media that masks were really about um, well, social manipulation, how much the government could actually get away with. It's almost I, a human experiment to see what we could get you to do. Oh, I, yeah, I think that's pretty clear. Yeah. There, there's no, I mean, remember, Dr. Fauci said that, you know, before this whole thing started, he said a mask isn't going to save you from any of this. Right. Um, it isn't going to do anything. Eh, a week, or two weeks later, everyone has to wear a mask. It's, this guy's been head of infectious diseases for four decades, and he states something gen in a generic sense that you'd think that he would know about, and then he flip-flops two weeks later, they were probably like, uh, let's see if we can get them to do it. He did the same thing with the double masking. Yeah. Yeah, this is a guy two months ago, double masks, and now you don't have to wear a mask. Yeah. Um, 
But you know, you bring it up how he mentioned you don't have to wear a mask, and then a week later, everyone's got to wear a mask. That was political related. The oh. Democrats and the liberals uh, certainly wanted to wear a mask because Trump was against wearing masks, and so they just switched. Yeah. It was all politics. Yeah, they're getting us uh, groomed for a uh, wor new world order. Well, there are some bright spots around DeSantis and Florida and Texas and other places. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Ron DeSantis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just get a bit of a lower voice and you're all set. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, speaking of that, I just wanted to throw this out there. So this week, Rand Paul was questioning Anthony Fauci on his support for research labs in China. Yeah. Fauci denied, denied, denied. But I always found this interesting. China, you've been to China, you know what kind of place that is. Very, very polluted. <laughs> <laughs> they, what comes into China and what information is released from China is highly controlled. Oh, yeah. yeah. So isn't it somewhat interesting that China last year has this coronavirus and they just allow all of these images and all of these videos to go out of China and come into our media? I mean, it's sort of fascinating. The Chinese government doesn't allow much stuff out, but it allowed that out. And they yeah. allowed that out in part to create fear in the U.S. as part of a manipulation campaign, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, very possibly. I mean, I would say that the way that we have handled this entire thing, the, the uh, CCP would be just adore. It would just adore us. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think our enemies are uh, laughing at us and thanking Satan for... <laughs> the idiots and leadership that we have. Yeah. Speaking of idiots, uh, the Joe Biden administration uh, has given money to the Palestinians. Apparently the Trump administration had frozen aid. Biden's decided to give aid to the Palestinians, and now we have war in the Middle East, or at least the conflict again. Yeah. Yeah, the peace in the Middle East um, is no longer going on. And... Um, yeah, well, you know, Jim, John Kerry said, you're not going to get uh, peace unless you start with the Palestinians. He said that back in, like, 2015 or something. He's like, it's not going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. You know, he once served in Vietnam, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> and look, Trump got it done. Yeah, and that's part of the reason they hate him so much is because the idea of Trump wasn't supposed to work. You know, people like John Kerry create peace, not some roughneck like Donald Trump. Or like Rush Limbaugh says, the, the, at the State Department, you're never supposed to solve any problems. You're supposed to just kind of keep them at bay and push them on to the next. Right. Perpetual, perpetual war, perpetual conflict, perpetual epidemics. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I am not Jewish. Uh, uh, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a Jewish voter. and. Uh, I'm not from Israel, I haven't visited, but I do not understand why Jewish voters overwhelmingly support Democrats. Democrats are openly hostile to Israel, the state of Israel. Uh, Bernie Sanders said that Benjamin Netanyahu, the Prime Minister of uh, Israel, is uh, at least cozy with racists in that country. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I, I think it's um, the lie that, you know, 
fascism is a right-wing ideology. It's not. It's, it's Marxism. Yeah. It's a left-wing thing. But, um, and, you know, once you create the lie that Hitler was a right-wing extremist, I, I, they're going to run to whoever is on the left. And that is... But they're all playing on the same team. So, yeah, they're... I... I know, I know why, I don't understand it, though. And speaking of not understanding, uh, a lot of the Republican Party does not actually defend Republican voters. No, they hate, they despise. And I, I mean, you had Mitt Romney saying January 6th was an assault against the Constitution, and of course Liz Cheney, thank God she's no longer her leadership, but she was making her claims, and I don't... That's the difference. The Democrats defend their people, defend their voters. Republicans do not defend their voters. Yeah, and and the Democrats have the most embarrassing voters <laughs> ever. <laughs> They're the people, you know, not w- without a job, without <laughs> they're having kids out of wedlock, left and right, uh, throwing Molotov cocktails through windows. Uh, they're race hustlers. They're and it, it's it's just it's embar- They're embarrassing. They're I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to have dinner with them, let alone have their vote <laughs> and, and give them and enact policies that they want. I, it's disgusting. And uh, but they have no shame. They have they, no shame, and they. They're willing to do whatever it takes to win power, including changing election rules and doing whatever they need to do to win. And cheating, and yeah. Yeah. Um, It's, uh, yeah, and meanwhile, we have, yeah, like you said, just the weirdest people (laughs) that we vote for and they hate us. And I, I just want to know why they hate this. I mean, the only thing I can think of is people like Mitch McConnell, other people, uh, you know, they're Ivy League educated. They just spend a lot of time in upper-income, wealthy, elitist, elitist type things. Like, Mitch McConnell probably has never been to Golden Corral or Ponderosa. You know, he... he... I could see him going there. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you understand the point. Most yeah. of these people are not right, right. going to Walmart. And maybe they're just, they're just such a disconnect. That's just such a disconnect. Well, I think, I think it probably got worse with, with Trump. Not because, you know, not, not because of anything that they say. It's because they're not really supposed to do anything. They're not supposed <laughs> to. You know, we're supposed to write about conservatism. We're not supposed to enact it. All right. Um, right. I mean, my goodness, the people that wrote for National Review and um, the Heritage Foundation, all these all these things for they they can write with the best of them sure. and and they can sound like uh, Adam Smith but you you get the opportunity to actually enact these policies oh they run like the wind <laughs> away from it and um, yeah. so yeah I guess yeah they they're supposed to be. They're academics. They're. Um, they don't want to actually have to defend right. things. They want to be liked. 
Right. Um, for some reason, they're really obsessed with occupying Middle Eastern countries. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what the purpose of it is. Um, but, yeah, it's... Um, yeah. yeah, they're useless. I find them pretty much yeah. useless. They prefer to be in the minority and just write in their magazines and fundraise and complain about things, but not actually when they do have the chance to actually do anything. Exactly, yeah. They, they have a role to play. It's to be opposite the Democrats, but they know that their role is to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a bunch of losers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they are, yes. On a somewhat related note, when I was in school studying political science, I remember that most people in political science were really interested in international relations, foreign <laughs> policy and stuff. And uh, I, you know, I mean, sure, there's some interesting things, but I was much more interested in, you know, the Iowa caucus, for example. So, yeah. I don't know, there's something that in that makeup that makes people want to invade Middle Eastern countries and they love international stuff, I don't know. Like I've always wondered, oh, uh, the president of Denmark has visited the White House. It's like, what the hell are you going to talk to somebody <laughs> from Denmark about? Yeah, they have chocolate there, so. And probably ought to implement climate change yeah. control over the population. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess I answered my own question. Yeah, it's all a big game to them. Uh, yeah. Well, Garrick, we'll end with these two things. Uh, number one, we kind of talked about it earlier, these vaccines. Uh, the liberals, anyway, want to create a system in which uh, before you go to a restaurant, to a football game, anywhere in public, that you would have to show your vaccine record. Some people want to put it on your phone. They have to scan things. Um, Number one, I would say that's illegal because medical records have always been private. Yeah. However, didn't we have to show uh, our immunization records for like Heim Elementary and college and stuff? I mean, there seems to be a bit of a, a balancing act here. I'm not sure where it falls. Uh, yeah, I don't know because I know that some parents are anti-vaxxers. Right. Um, which I'm becoming more of one. But anyway. <laughs> um, so I don't know if they still send their kids to school. I, I mean, I, I do think that there were probably some yeah. um, mandates on that, but um, uh, I don't know. I, I, is it unconstitutional? Yeah, it's absolutely unconstitutional. <laughs> Does that mean that it right. should, can't be implemented? No, of course not. Well, again, as Ron DeSantis and other people, they've banned vaccine passports. Hopefully, we'll see more of that. And, I don't uh, think it's happening in New York. No, it's not. The Excelsior Pass. Oh, God. I'd like to pass on the Excelsior <laughs> Pass. My body, my choice. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not trying to kill an innocent baby. I was yes, you are, by trying to go into public without a vaccine or a mask. <laughs> If you were vaccinated, why do you care if someone next to you isn't vaccinated? You're in theory, if the vaccine worked, you shouldn't have any issues. Yep, I can't argue with that. And what, I mean, we're going to go into Home Depot and say, hey, do you have the polio vaccine? I mean, hell, polio is a hell of a lot more serious than coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure people say, well, because everyone got the vaccine, there is no polio virus, but... Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's a question for you, Garrick. As we end this podcast, I was filling up my car, very high gas prices, and I pull into the pump, 
and I pay, I put my credit card in, whatever, and I hit the unleaded 87 octane. Yeah. Which is, I think pretty much everyone does that. Yeah. I think. They're out of it. Huh, okay. So I have to put in 89, which allegedly is better for the engine. I don't know if that's true or not. But should I have uh, complained to the manager and demanded to go to a different pump that had 87 uh, octane? Or do you think that the whole station didn't have it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting question. Is it just my pump that doesn't have it? Or I'm assuming all these things are connected anyway, so... Yeah. One pump was low, they could put some other in there. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, they probably just fill up one vat of... Right. ...for each kind. Right. And right. Then, so, yeah, maybe all of them are. That's what I would think. But anyway, I put 89 in, so... Uh, Is your car running better? Oh, it's unbelievable! <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's another lie. Maybe I should have been using the highest grade gasoline that there is and my car would, engine would be even better, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Wish I had more to say. <laughs> well, maybe in a preview to our next uh, podcast, which we're going to get gay for pay in. I know it's something we've been looking forward to. Good. I'll mark it on my calendar. I know last time I think you said that if some guy is taking money to have homosexual activities, he would be bisexual. That's still your stance. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call you straight as an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> straight is on a spectrum. I guess everything's on a spectrum <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> All right, well, hopefully you found that entertaining. You can check us out on Parlor, Rumble, Locals, and I've tried very hard to get totally off of all of the big stuff. So Good. Bunch of communists. Yeah, a bunch of a-holes. So. Yeah. All right, see you next time.